episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 8, Episode 18. Now, Chris, apologies about the uh, <laughs> the early departure yesterday. No uh, household emergencies predicted today, so we should get through it. But where would you like to start, sir? Well, Dave, people were concerned about your whereabouts. <laughs> you did make it sound overly dramatic. <laughs> it's just like, okay. it's really not that bad. But... What about the trip? You, I'll give you a nice trip. It was you. lovely. I had a little tear in my eye. I yeah, did a big softy. Fucking... Yeah, yeah, that's not what you text me anyway. But there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was feeling all sentimental, Dave. You know, I did miss you for uh, ten, five minutes that you were missing. But no... <laughs> Great to have you back, mate. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. But I think we just start with Jay, uh, Jay, uh, Charlie, sorry, the new lad, the one who's 28. Hell shit, Dave. Yeah, right. Bullshit. <laughs> We've called Jay out. Fair enough. He's looking more 28 than fucking Charlie is. He's yeah. a cross. He's a fucking cross between Dolph Lundgren and fucking Daniel Craig, Dave. He's, I mean, he's got a body of an Adonis, but there is no fucking way in hell <laughs> he's 28, that fucker. He has got, he, I mean, I've got an old face. Oh, I've got to tell you something, Dave. Oh my God, this is, good talk about old faces, because he has got a bit of a look of a very angry chef that we all know. But anyway, let me tell you this story, <laughs> Dave. Let me tell you this story. Go on. Sam was doing, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast, so please stop me if I have. Sam was doing a McMillan charity day a couple of weeks ago and they were doing cakes and everything and you go in and uh, pay a quid for a cake and all this stuff so we went in she said to me and John do you want to come in the afternoon so we went on the Friday basically came home with a tin full of chocolates Dave now I love flapjacks there was flapjacks galore with the, you know, the chocolate on top oh amazing so I got in there I've got my jeans t-shirt on um, I know I've got like I'm going to have to have my sleeve done now, so I look a bit of a rough and ready. I've got a few tattoos, so I'm looking a bit, um, you know, uncouth, shall we say, Dave, these days. But uh, anyway, I'm there, you know, I've got my hair, my hair's just been done, it's all quaffered up and that. And then Sam comes home. This is the Friday. Sam comes home on the Monday. Now, in my heyday, Dave, as I've said before, you may not believe this, but I have been known to have a look of Mister. Patrick Swayze. So <laughs> I'm 43 now. You know, I'm not in the same shape I would like to be. I try, but I'm not. Uh, I'm a bit greyer, a little bit rounder in the face since lockdown. Sam come back in hysterics. She couldn't fucking breathe. And when my wife starts laughing, Dave, and she's gone like that, it finished. <laughs> she's tears rolling down her face. And I'm like, what are you laughing at? So one of the girls who I know her husband from school and I met him last year at Silverstone, he, she said, God, you know what? I've got to tell you something, Sam. She went, what? She went, I didn't know that was your husband. So she went, what do you mean? She said, when he came in, they've waited for the show. You know, I thought, because you get a lot of celebrities in there, like, you no know, people off Coronation Street, because he's right near the studio. Loads of footballers, loads of celebrities going to buy the cars. It's like BMW. She went, I actually thought it was fucking Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I am not happy. I've got the frown line. I've had that since I was about fucking 15 across my forehead. I'm like, Gordon fucking Ramsay. Just, I honestly thought oh, the it was irony Gordon of Ramsay. saying it in that way. To, to get, to, yeah, yeah, to get Gordon Ramsay to do a cake for buy a cake, Dave. She, I thought he was buying a cart. Well, that was it. Sam was hilarious. She went, "You're getting old, love. It used to be Swayze. Now it's fucking Gordon Ramsay." 
on that happy day. I mean, the only good thing is when I got I to Vegas... you're skipping someone there, aren't you? It was well, Swayze, well, then Jennifer Grey, then Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> baby, yeah, the nose is babies, definitely. <laughs> you wanker. But uh, well, the only good thing is, Dave, when I go to Vegas this time, Ramsay's got about four restaurants on the strip. I may have to stop and sign a few autographs, my friend, but... Oh, Dave, it was like an absolute <laughs> kidney blow to me. You might as well have just stood there and kicked me in the bollocks. I was fucking not happy with that. I do not see what they're seeing. Do, do they wear glasses and they'd left them at home that day or something? <laughs> I, just, I just don't see it at all. But uh, yeah, if you could go to Vegas and pass yourself off, maybe, you know, because he, he he makes himself up to look a bit different sometimes. He has the prosthetics on and stuff, doesn't he? You know, yeah. so he's he's working undercover. You could just pretend like you're that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. I had to tell you, Dave. I was fucking pissing myself afterwards. I was fuming. <laughs> like, oh, it's all over, isn't it? It's fine. I'm fucking finished. But then it was just fucking brilliant. I was I was like, yeah, I'll take that one right on the chin. So, yeah, I mean, you're saying about Charlie, I, I still think with his tall head, his tall hair, he looks more like the, the bad guy out of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, 28, apparently. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. What, what do you reckon to old Charlie there? Well, it was quite a little bit of a dialogue, wasn't it? He got a bit of a grilling on the chair. Very set up as usual. They're asking him, all the guys like, who'd you like? What, who's this? Who's that? And then Jay giving the green light because he said Ekinsu. And I think Luke, he says, well, like, oh, I like someone who challenges me. And then I see Luke who went, Ekinsu. <laughs> you know, yeah. Basically saying, you're fucked, basically, mate. He didn't do anything wrong. Obviously, he's got that posh accent, which makes him stand out a little bit. You know, he, sounds, he looks like a rugby boy to me, Dave. You know, that sort of, um, uh, what's the private school rugby boy? Probably knows Boris Johnson and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, he's got his know? own property portfolio. You don't, yeah. let's let's imagine for a second that he is 28. You don't do that without daddy's money. No. So, um, yeah, I, I certainly not one of my favourite contestants, and I'll keep it PG like that rather than how I did it on <laughs> Discord. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, a bit of a non-contestant for me. He'll be around. He'll be this year's Chugs. Uh, I can't see him lasting at all. Now, Chris, what do you reckon to uh, Jay's kind of movements tonight, you know, with, with Ekinsu and Paige and Jax? How do you feel like that? Well, played? I've got to say, tonight's episode had two of my favourite lines in the show. They weren't these two. We'll, get, we'll talk about Jay first, but I fucking love that. He's having a chat with Ekin Sue, and he's like, oh, look, I've got a thing about Paige and blah, blah. Are you all right with that? Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know what? He's being respectful. He's, you know, speaking to whatever we think of Jay. I think he's a snake. I think he's a game player. He knows this is going to get him airtime, but he's trying to play the I'm being respectful card. You know, I, I respect you. I want you to respect me. I'm going to go off the page. And then he tells everyone, he tells fucking Dammy and that, oh, fucking, I went really well. She took it really well. <laughs> yeah. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. That as was amazing. As, as soon as that happened, I, again, I'm pretty sure I typed in the chat, like, he has not got a read on her at all. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, it went really well. She didn't shout at me or anything. It's like, that didn't go well, mate. She's going to come back. But... I mean, do you feel like that is more on Ekinsu than it is on him? Like, if you think about 
you know, we've seen seven Love Island series before this in the UK, in the US, in Australia as well. And th- that's kind of the respectful thing to do. The disrespectful thing to do is what Ekansu did to Davaday before, you know, and the respectful thing was what Jay did. But I just feel like Ekansu, she's so insecure and she's so fucking woe is me. I must admit, Chris, I, I'm kind of going off her. I appreciate the drama that she brings. But what I can't stand is this fucking self-pity. It's like, oh, why has this happened to me again? It's like, well, you fucking cheated when you were coupled up with someone. So, you know, karma's a fucking bitch, isn't it? So, yeah. I, I, But back to my original question, did Jay do anything wrong there? I didn't think he did. And, I, and I'm with you on that because even when he spoke to Jax as well, like Jax tried to play it a bit too fucking cool, if I'm being honest, Dave. I, yeah. think, I, I think he did everything wrong to that would have helped Paige make the decision without you know, feeling as if she was in a corner. I thought he did it completely wrong. I think he was just being too sure of himself. But I do think Vekinsu, what made me laugh, Dave, was my take on it was this. She walks away. No, okay, no problem, no problem. Then she thinks, hang on a minute, this is how I think what actually happened. I think she then thinks, hang on, there's an opportunity here to make it the Ekinsu show again. Let me talk to the fucking mirror, because there's no one else in the bedroom about how, you know, oh my God, I can't believe he's done that. She comes out and then creates this absolute fucking scene, which was bollocks and storms off being pathetic. At the end of the day, whether we like Jay or not, and I'm not a big fan at all, what I would say is this. She and we called out Davide for the fact that he was offended, not because of Ekinsu, but he was more his ego was fucking bruised. And I think it was her ego was bruised more than it was the fact that Jay wants to go and speak to other people. I think she was being a hypocrite and he did to her what she did to Davide, like you said, and she didn't fucking like it, Dave. And that's all it was. And I'm with you. The drama, I love India. India just sits there when she's talking like fucking Homer Simpson. The fucking, the, 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 uh, the donuts. The yeah, yeah, donuts. You know, because she's just like, I don't give a fuck. And she's like, why does it, like you said, why does it always happen to me? Because yeah. you're a dick. That's why it happens to you, Ekinsu. And, and honestly, I, I just think as it went on, I thought, well, whatever I think of Jay, and she's like, it's muggy what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's fucking Love Island, and one of the lines of the series was Jack's Dave. He went, <laughs> You've only known him for two fucking days, and you're a fucking headache. That's why he's yeah. doing the page. And he found out you were a headache. Yeah, found out you were a headache. And he's with fucking Paige. I was fucking pissing myself, Dave. It was so quick and witty. The only thing I'd say, and I saw a little bit of this online tonight was a few people were having a go at the lads for going at her. You know, that the ganging up on her thing. I don't know whether I saw it like that. I don't... <sighs> Jay's a big lad. He should have looked after himself. He should have been between him and Ekinsu. But I don't necessarily think they ganged up on her. I just think Jax was saying you're a pain in the ass. So I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. That could be guy code. and subliminally, but I just yeah. didn't see it like that. It could be like an unconscious bias, but yeah. I think I'm with you. It's like, the thing is, it, it's not right. It's funny, <laughs> but it's not nice as well. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I think you would like to think that you, Jax didn't have to say anything. You know, she was already feeling like shit. It was not any of his business to stick the boot in further, but 
you know, these people are surrounded by each other each and every day. So, you know, there is a kind of closeness there as well. And I can imagine, you know, people rub each other up the wrong way as well. So I think it's just kind of blurted out there, you know, and I, I don't think Ekinsu, I don't think Jack's Ekinsu's biggest fan. So I think it's it's just one of those, you know, it's not a nice thing, but it's not fucking ganging up. But I think if it had gone on uh, for longer, then it, it could have crept into that. But um, yeah, I think I, I didn't see it the same way, though. Uh, going back to what you said about, uh, you know, may, with Ekinsu going away and then it was a calculated move to get more airtime. I, I just think it was one of those. I think she was blindsided by it. And it's played on all of her insecurities. You know, she's been very uneasy, hasn't she? Since they've been coupled up, she's been watching him like a hawk and anything that he does for any kind of clues that he might stray or what have you. And so I think she's just walked away. She's got up in her head. She's got wound up. And then she's thought, Christ, he's played me. You know, the other thing I'll disagree with you on, where you're saying like Jay's just done to her what she did to Davide. I don't think it's the same at all. Jay, at this point, has not done fucking anything except express a desire to get to know Paige more. And before she, before he even speaks to Paige, he's going to speak to Jax first. She was fucking creeping around the villa multiple times to try and snatch a few kisses with Jay. So for me, that, that is worse what she's done. So, so I don't think they're completely equivalent. Um, But yeah, like I say, I'm I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm cutting a slack by saying that. I I think that was a genuine kind of reaction about the, you know, going away and then coming back and then having that little scene. And and I thought, to be honest, the the episode kind of went downhill a bit after, let's say that first kind of 15 minutes. I, I felt like it was an episode of two halves. First half, loved it, loads of drama. After that, not so much. It's funny, you know, because I think I think one of my other bits with that, and I'll tell you what you're saying, Dave, you, you, I think it's a good argument in that respect with it. I just like the fact that it is in the realms of, well, you don't like it when someone does it to you, when someone shows an interest in someone else, you know? So that's where I'm coming from on that angle. But I think with her, Dave, she's great for the villa. She's great for the drama. But I just think you can't do that. And she certainly can't do that for another five weeks. It's going to get fucking old pretty quick. And I think we're getting to that stage where it's the fatigue of Mm. let us sit in the background, have a couple of days away from it. And we might get that on tomorrow's episode with the VT we've got. So we'll see. But yeah, we'll see with that. I do think, though, Dave, one of the other things that made me laugh my head off in this episode was fucking Davide and Danica or Danica She's oh talking and she has got no fucking chat whatsoever. Pretty girl. She talks at him like the, I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're like work It's like, it's like it a is. job interview. Yes. The, the yeah. tone of it and everything is very matter of fact. And, and she's interviewing him. Yes. Yeah, she is. And it's, it is, there's nothing there. She's desperado to stay in the villa. So she's obviously trying everything. And what made me laugh is she's talking so quick in front of and Davide just went, oh, fuck that, and just put the lips on her. And then they started kissing. And she, but even then she couldn't take it. And I, I love the line of Davide after they kissed and they walked off. And he just went, I felt like Danica was completely into Davide. So I gave her a gift. Oh, in fact, 
I felt that Danica was completely into Davide. So I gave her a gift. That's more Spanish than it is Italian, but there you go. Um, and I just love the fact that he talks about... Was. I don't either. But I love the fact he talks about himself in the third person, Dave. And yeah, then, yeah. And we call it out, but that was funny, you know, and I was like, but I'm not believing anything about that relationship whatsoever. No, and I, I didn't really like it when Davide was talking to the boys. It was like he was doing Danica a massive favor. Yes. It's yeah. like, well, you made the first move, mate. So I don't know. I don't, I don't really see any spark between them two, um, but they might end up coupling up just because they're the two singles in, in the villa, aren't they? Apart from, I guess, Charlie's new. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a recoupling or, or dumping or what coming up this this Friday. I guess they're going to leave us on some kind of cliffhanger, aren't they? God, they did it last week. So it's a pissing Sunday, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> but they'll, they'll do that again to us. Um, but yeah, so I think if there is a recoupling, well, Davide and Danica will stick together probably just because there's no other choices for them. No, Chris, not Ekin No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so um, yeah, let, let's see. But uh, yeah. I, I think let's see how they go. I, I think they'll, yeah, maybe get by on a friendship couple and maybe see it out for a, you know, through the next recoupling. And then, you know, they'll decide after a few days, yeah, this isn't really working out. I think so. And I think as well, when Charlie went and did his rounds and he went and spoke to Ekinsu, and within two minutes, she's like, you're the type of guy that I want, you know, straight away because she'd had this bust up with Jay. But it's when she said, so about Davide, and he was wrong what he said about Danica, like he was doing her a big favour. When she said, I could have Davide whenever I want. I could get him back whenever I want. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. and even though the reality radar wants them back together, yeah. just to prove everyone wrong, I was like, Davide, you're a dick if you go back now. Even, you know, because it's just like, wow, what a narcissist as well. Another one, Dave. Davide's a narcissist as well. I think like his dialogue isn't lost in translation. He knows what he's yeah. saying. Bit tongue in cheek. I see a lot of support for Davide. A lot of support for Ekinsu, but there's also that split with Ekinsu and Davide now where people just don't like them. So it was a great, mm. a great um, bit of the episode that. But again, Ekinsu, I'm just like, why would you say that again? I, you know, I, again, I have to say that the way Ekinsu behaved and the drama, the woe is me, I, I, it kind of turned me off her a little bit. But I, I'm going to cut her a little bit more slack for that. I think the thing about she's saying about she could get Davide back like that. I think she was just suffering from a bit of verbal diarrhea. She was, you know, she was obviously, she was into that conversation and she's, she's almost like in a childlike way, you know, trying to say, yeah, I've got, look, I've got options. I'm not desperate. You know, I could go and couple up with someone else, but you know, I'll give you the time of day as well. I, I think she was just, I don't think it was quite as narcissistic as it came across, um, but but let's see. I, I just I, I do feel like I'm I'm kind of making excuses for her on that one. Look, one way or the other, we're going to find out. You're right, and we should find out obviously tomorrow's episode. And, what, and one of the other characters which has got a lot of stick, and I put I stuck um, my flagpole dinner with Tasha, saying like, "What a great character she is," and everything. And I think Joe said on her voicemail, one of her voicemails, like Chris. I don't like it. She's a bit of a snake. I think she, I think I'm, I think I've been wrong on this one, Dave. But luckily, it wasn't part of the reality radar predictions, so I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> um, is I can see it now. 
I can see exactly yeah. what everyone's saying. So Andrew's there, fully committed, fully in. You know, Charlie comes in, gives her a bit of chat. And again, it's that shiny new toy syndrome. She sees yeah. someone else. She, so basically what she's doing is she's testing everyone out. She's allowed to do that. It's part of the game. But usually when they're coupled up, they go on a date and then it's like, no, you're not for me. Like Dammy was quite good, wasn't he, with India when he, he went on the date. Mm. Um, what's she called? Well, the uh, Egging Naughty, whatever she's called. What's her name, Dave? I can't remember. Oh, Christ. I can't uh, get a name right. I keep getting it wrong. Auntie... Antigua, uh, Antigone. Antigone, I apologise, Antig everyone. Antigone. Antigone, that's, that's it. it. Sorry, I apologise, everyone. Um, but <laughs> he'd put her straight, but Tasha is leaving the door open, isn't she? So so I think every time this happens... Not, Andrew, not just leaving the door open, but kind of having it as wide as possible and then saying, like, hey, do you fancy coming in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a double entendre there, Dave. Yeah. There you go. Um, but no, you're right. So she's a little bit of a snake in the grass, I think, but she goes under the radar completely. The, the radar as well, Dave. I didn't mean to say that, but there you go. So we'll see that. And the VT shows for tomorrow's episode that Andrew looks like he's ready to pack it in. So I think he's probably had enough of this same little scenario she goes through. Yeah, and I think to be honest, it's not it's not that inconsistent with what we've seen in that relationship. We've seen that Andrew is, you know, committed into the relationship. He hasn't really given anyone else the time of day. I mean, Ekinsu was, you know, flirting with him quite a lot, wasn't interested at all. Tasha flirted with every bloke who's come in. And the only real you could say test was with Jay. And, you know, she was very flirty on that dinner date and then obviously had second thoughts. Maybe she realized he was 40 and then thought, you know what, this isn't going to work. And so, <laughs> you know, ended up going back to Andrew. But that doesn't mean she's fully committed in the relationship. I, I just think this, she's, she's pretty flaky and I, I just don't think that relationship will stand any testing whatsoever. No, no, I don't. I don't. But again, Dave... <laughs> It's, so, before you start rolling into the end, I've got something else to say about Jack and Paige. Go, I, in fact, I've got something else to say about Lucas. So carry on, Dave. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So because we we kind of skirted over like the Jack and Paige part, that whole love square type thing. Now I think Jack was trying to be like chilled as a newt. You know, he's trying to just be totally cool with it. It's Love Island. There's no point kind of getting upset if people are going to have conversations i'm not going to go full luca you know, get all fucking psycho possessive um but i think he he went a bit too far he basically to me in that conversation with Paige, it was it was very uncomfortable because he was almost saying like yeah i don't don't really give a shit you know like if you want to go and speak to him fine if you decide you like him more than me also fine i don't actually fucking care so i think there's a there's a big difference between you don't care and you're going to be luca about it you know what i mean i i think he could have said something to the effect of you know i, I i'd obviously be gutted you know I, i'm really enjoying our time together but you know i'm not going to be controlling you know, he could have said all these things and then Paige took it exactly the way I thought she would take it, which is like, well, I don't want to fucking get to know Jay, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, uh, but it, Jack gave her no reassurance whatsoever 
that he was actually into uh, Paige. So, yeah, I thought he fucked up a little bit there. Yeah, I think so. And I think <laughs> the only thing I, I saw it a different way slightly was, was is it because he didn't give a shit about her? And then I'm thinking, does he want a bit of Ekin Sue as well, Dave? Is there a little bit of something there? <laughs> No. Hey, I'm, I'm not saying you. like if it was on a plate like and he was boozed up and came back he'd probably you know have a good time but you can tell he she's winding him up that's why you get little comments like you know he got to know you after a couple of days and realized you were a headache so <laughs> he's not like oh yeah maybe we should go and chat and get to know each other more no she jack people like jack have got no time or tolerance for people like ekinsu Dave, could be another prediction. Unless not, that is a radar prediction, yeah, in which case I know for a fact it will never happen. Right, anyway, Dave, <laughs> in fact, I'm going on record. That is a radar prediction. Oh, my God. Right, anyway, anyway, that's so, so a bit of tea that we've had, and I've seen this from some of our friends uh, on Facebook. Chris and Dave's Reality Cast, guys, we're nearly at 200 people, so are you following the page and talking and communicating? It's so good over there. Please get over there, guys. But Dave, Luca, now he's, I keep saying consistently, Luca, he gets her in a fucking headlock, Gemma. He's, he's, he's so clingy. Everyone's noticed that these, these red flags everywhere, the way he is with it. It's really strange. Luca's gone out with influencers, Dave, and he has dropped each influencer to sort of move up the ladder. Now I'm thinking this is why he's so protective, protective of him and Gemma not because he's into her, but he's thinking about the long game when he comes out and how Ooh. his profile and status will be elevated going out with Michael Owen's daughter, even if yeah. it's to cling on to Michael Owen. So I'm saying Luca is the biggest game player in the fucking villa and a snaky fucker. And that's probably why he's so protective because he can see his meal ticket, his OK magazine deal, his fucking boohoo clothing deal go up in smokes if he's a wanker. So that's what I'm seeing him trying to manoeuvre them as the power couple. And I, and I, I'm, I am not here for it for the for the show, Dave, because I think he's a little cock. But there you go. Well, all roads lead to him being a bit of a bell end, don't they? Yes. <laughs> you know what? Whatever you think his justification is for being, or, or is is reasons for being so possessive and you know not being able to take a joke i don't know i, I think th there's a few things this is actually not one if this is a radar prediction i am not going to kick this one into touch because i i can believe it but i can also i've met plenty of people like that in the past who are like you know uh, quite witty quite funny good at dishing it out can't fucking take a joke back yeah. <laughs> you know and he, he just strikes me as one of those so i think you know, we are seeing that kind of authentic side to him, albeit, you know, a bit exaggerated because the cameras are on and everything. But um, the other thing I was going to say, which probably aligns with your theory, is we're all laughing, you know, week one, it's like how long before, you know, Gemma's dad's name gets dropped. The fact that it isn't now makes me think they've been told, makes me think that everyone actually knows and and they've been told not to mention it because it'll be a distraction to the show. Because Jax knows who she is. Yeah. Yeah, of course he does. And, and yeah. I've not seen it in the the uncover uh, the unseen bits either, Dave. There's been no mention of that. So yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I, I think just think right. it's and Gemma's not actually had that much screen time the last week or so, has she? So no. I mean you can still <sighs> 
when she's off camera and she starts speaking, I just see her dad. <laughs> that fucking mundane, boring commentary on what's going on. <laughs> she does say the occasional great thing, but most of the time it's just fucking calling out the obvious, which is what her dad does. Um, so, yeah, I, the more and more we get into this and no one's mentioned it, it just makes me think that that they actually do know and they've been just told, you know, don't discuss it. A really bad story, and I don't know if I can tell it on the podcast. And it's, <laughs> it's a really bad story. Um, why, why, why don't you tell it, and then you can always edit it out. Right, which we yeah, know okay. you won't. But. So if all of a sudden, if all of a sudden there's a big fucking gap, then you'll know Record why, Because they, they will go, well, there's no way we're fucking showing this one. So, oh, no, this is bad. So a mate of mine years ago got married to a girl, and... They were married. They're not together now, funny enough, Dave, but not because of this. So one morning he woke up and the girl, her hair was sort of half over her face, you know, asleep like you do. And obviously being mm-hmm. asleep is not at your most flattering. <laughs> he thought he'd woken up next to her dad because the dad had a bald head but a Bobby Charlton sweepover. You know what? <laughs> going holy fuck i honestly thought i'd had too much to drink and woke up next to my dad because that's so bad you could just imagine that <laughs> sinking feeling in that precise moment so you're a bit hungover you're a bit disoriented <laughs> shit i've slept with her dad sweep over when he's bald on top and had strands <laughs> from the side trying to cover up his bald head Dave I know we shouldn't be laughing I'm so sorry <laughs> it was one of the funniest stories I've ever heard because dad, and they don't even really look alike he's a dad you can tell but the girl was like slim and everything. dad's a massive bruiser you know ex-army tattooed up Dave it's one of them stories that he was genuinely panicking thinking he'd woken up next to it. <laughs> I don't think that's too bad. I'd like to say if you bleary-eyed, waking up, hungover, you know, I, I can believe that. <laughs> if you get any complaints about this story, I'm blaming you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god anyway we've had three emails dave um oh my word yeah so well two of them are both off jason so i think he was, he was emailing as he's watching the show so they're not long ones but there's one from our good friend pascal again hey cd reality casters hope everyone is well boy are we in for a ride we are in week three of eight and as chris would say boy is the prosecco flowing <laughs> it's true oh my god when jake said ekinsu could not have taken that combo any better Jay, sorry. We just knew shit was going down. Ekinsu yeah. seems out of control. I don't even know where to start. I'm not having it from her. My missy said the guys gang up on her, but I made her see sense because Ekinsu intentionally made a scene to make Jay look like the villain, which would have left him isolated. Saying that, Jay seems too calculated and he picked a girl who wasn't in the public bo- public's bottom three. Yep. Yep. We gave Toby a hard time a season ago, but he himself, himself said in interviews, he watched YouTube reviews and podcasts and well, he managed, and he managed to finish second. Wow, Davide is really all about himself. He actually said, <laughs> "I thought I could, should give her a gift." <laughs> Davide has landed. What a line! 
I think Dave had it spot on when he said if he was a lollipop, he would lick himself. I think that was myself, actually, I, Dave. I do think it was, to be but, fair. Yeah, Dave can take the credit. <laughs> I've always wondered when the guys, girls get bonus dates, do they get do they get chugged down extra alcohol? I don't think they do. Do they think it's two drinks and that's it? Um, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for the India bomb to blow. She's given so many side looks to Ekins, who I can't say. Great work as always, guys. <laughs> and Chris, you're selling the reality radar wrong. That's why you're getting so much stick. Just start off with, ooh, I think the radar's going off. Anyway, <laughs> hashtag reality radar, but there you go. I, th- oh I think Pascal's God. misreading it, because the more Jon Snow facing down a charging uh, barrage of horses, the more it gets like that, the more you actually fucking enjoy it. I love it. I love it. And it's so wrong because anyone else would be like, oh, I'm getting sick of this thing. It's so much abuse, but I love when I get fucking abuse. I just love it. Anyway. Uh, you heard the, that, listeners? Yeah, you heard that. Yeah, yeah. The tale of D&D. This is from Jason. Watching Danica with Davide was so cringe. I just cannot. I mm. need her to leave the villa soon, but I have a feeling she's safe for three more days. God, I love Ekinsu, but she's so over the top. <laughs> I can only imagine how testing she's been in there. Jax clearly can't stand her theatrics anymore. I do wonder how much longer she can last. She just needs to chill and settle with Charlie if she's smart. So that's the first email. Second one from Jace, just a quick one-liner. Title Paige. Oh, my heart broke for Paige. I'm calling it. If she and Jax make it through Castle and Moor, they're winning it all, and I'm rooting hard for them. So uh, interesting take, Dave, but yeah, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. A, Thank you for the emails. That's a good point. I mean, if you look at the couples... I think Jack and Paige are probably the the strongest actual couple, aren't they? We called out all the red flags with Luca and um, Gemma. I think, mind you, we haven't seen enough of Dami in India just yet. They could grow into something, but Jack and Paige have been together for a couple of weeks now, haven't they? So, and I agree, the, the whole Love Island thing, it's just not normal, is it? And you can see Paige comes across like she is normal (laughs) she's kind of she's not your your regular social media influencer who's constantly looking for an angle you know so she's only used to like investing in one person at a time so yeah it was quite uh it was tough to watch when she was getting all upset no good stuff good stuff dave great episode and thank you for the emails guys um Wow, Dave, we have now got 21 Patreons. So thank you so much, guys. Again, unbelievable, unbelievable support. Thank you so much. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast if you want to support us a little bit more. Going to email us cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honor is oh, I'm going to take a breath on this one, Dave. Ken Gustafson, Lucky Lily Green, Lauren, Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, and Tom and Zoe. <laughs> there you go. So thank you so much, guys, for everything. We're following us. It's so nice. And we're going to another weekend of Love Island nonsense. So absolute class. Yeah, and I just have to say as well, so Charlene's a, a great thing on the Facebook page. So she started off like a thread. So for an episode. So if you want to join in and comment as the episode's going on, um, I, I'm trying to avoid it because I, I just want to keep keep my own thoughts and then we we record and whatever. But it's a brilliant read seeing everyone's perspective on there when you when you get a chance. It is, and it's also a brilliant read when people are calling me and you out. It's mainly me, uh, and I did put all the <laughs> pictures up of them amazing fucking um, podcast 
um, title things we were having done, weren't they? You know, the new cover for the podcast, they're absolutely awful. But I even super, <laughs> I even made your picture a bit bigger, Dave. Absolutely brilliant. So some great comments on that. And they really are that shit, people. They really are. And we pay good money for them. Oh, my God. There you go. Yeah. So look forward to the next T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we could just use them, Dave. But no, we have got the Reality Radar T-shirts I'm working on, actually. The first design was a bit of a... Uh-uh. So we're working on them, but we will send them out. We might even do a little poll, see what you think, which is best. So we'll see. Awesome. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I shan't do the bye now, which did an impression of me yesterday, which I appreciate. So thanks to everyone for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs>